If you aren't growing, you're dying. Think about that statement. Think of all the living things on this earth and then accept the fact that if they aren't growing, they're dying. The same goes for us. The opposite of growth is death. And as we progress through our lives, we hinge our purpose on a sense of growth. If you don't have something to work toward, then you come to a place of complacency and death. Death of your body, death of your spirit, and death of your mind. As firefighters, we understand the importance of growing our physical capacity to make sure we can perform the life-saving actions that our job demands. But what about our spiritual and mental capacities? According to a study out of the University of Rochester Medical Center, people with a sense of purpose and who fostered a growth mindset were 15% more likely to live longer than those who said that they were more or less aimless. But what exactly does it mean to have a growth mindset? In today's episode, I'll talk about what it means to have a growth mindset, why we should take ownership of our path to growth, why we should always seek to grow ourselves in more ways than just one, and I'll provide some strategies we can use to implement this mindset into our daily lives. We feel like it's up to us to hold the line as we light this spark within ourselves. It comes from way deep down inside. We're so sick of the status quo. We are here to let you know. Unaddressed problems are a liability. Core values, the brotherhood you need. Accountability ignited. We stand ignited. We fall. Remember. As human beings, from the time we're conceived in the womb, we are in a state of rapid growth. This pace of physical growth continues even after we're born. And did you know that the three-month period after a baby is born, they're growing at the same rate they did when they were in the womb? This three-month period is often called the fourth trimester. And the reason we're born at around nine months is because the human body isn't structured to keep them in utero for that long. It's pretty crazy, right? Anyway, my point here is that even before we are born, we are in a constant state of physical growth. When we're young kids, we go to school, we learn new skills, and we learn new things. If you grew up like I did in the public school system, we are in a constant state of learning until about age 17 or 18. And from there, it's up to us how we progress through life. Some people peak in high school never really progressing physically or mentally past their capacity when they graduated. If they graduated at all, that is. <laughs> Some people become victims of their vices and wind up killing themselves off through their addictions. Others look ahead at opportunities for growth. These are the people who are making a difference in the world. These are the people who are changing lives. There's a quote out there that says, If you change one life, you change the world. Doesn't that sound amazing? Doesn't that sound like something to continually look forward to? To help change someone's life for the better? For me, it does. I think that's a huge reason I was drawn to a career in the fire service in the first place. It provides me with the opportunity not only to have a career that pays me and I can provide for my family through, but it provides me with ample opportunity to have a positive effect on those who I come in contact with. This is whether or not 
there are people I run on, or the people I work with. There are four elements when it comes to having a growth mindset that I'd like to talk about today. One, what it means to have a growth mindset. Two, why we need to take ownership of our own path to growth. Three, why we should seek to grow ourselves in more ways than just one. And four, strategies for implementing a growth mindset into our daily lives. So let's get going. What it means to have a growth mindset. So Dr. Carol Dweck, uh, she's literally the, the foremost leading authority on mindset, says that having a fixed mindset leads people to be afraid of challenges and causes them to withdraw in the face of difficulty. I've heard a lot of people saying this phrase lately, in these times of unprecedented uncertainty, right, quote unquote, as if life in general isn't incredibly uncertain. It's really odd for me to hear that. I hear that phrase and I can't help but think that the people using it are propagating a message created by the media. The times we're living in now are no more uncertain than pre-COVID times. You cannot measure uncertainty. Uncertainty always exists. It's always there. No one knows what's coming tomorrow. No one knows. No one knew that uh, Will Smith was going to smack Chris Rock at the Oscars or fake slap or however you want to <laughs> however you want to look at it. Nobody knew that was going to happen. But like I said, uncertainty always exists, but it's how we operate in the face of that uncertainty that defines us as people. Think about our careers in fire and EMS. It is a career based on uncertainty. We don't know what's going to happen from one minute to the next. The only thing that we do know is that we can be ready for it when tragedy strikes. We don't have careers because good things happen and everything operates how it should, right? We have careers because bad things happen and they happen in unpredictable ways at random times. This is why we train our bodies and our minds to meet the demand of those unpredictable situations. The fears that keep people immobile and paralyzed are based in latching on to uncertainty rather than embracing it and looking forward to the growth that challenge brings. So let's talk about what exactly it means to have a growth mindset. Dr. Carol Dweck, like I mentioned, who's the authority on mindset, she literally wrote a book called Mindset. And uh, I've got links to it in the show notes if you guys want to pick it up from Amazon. Uh, in her book, she states that people in a growth mindset believe that their most basic abilities can be developed through dedication and hard work. Brains and talent are just the starting point. This view creates a love of learning and resilience that is essential for great accomplishment. And in her research, she learned that the self-esteem movement of the 90s did much more harm than good. She says it created the mentality that we deserve something for nothing, and it has created a generation that thinks they deserve success without doing the hard work to legitimately gain that success. People have become afraid of hard work, afraid of challenging themselves. People base their lack of success on not being smart enough in terms of finality. Reaching a wall or a boundary doesn't mean you aren't strong enough or you're not smart enough. What it means is, that you have some growing to do before you can overcome that barrier. And this is at the base of Carol's work. The idea that when you reach a wall or a boundary, it doesn't mean that you aren't strong enough or smart enough yet. 
She has a whole TED Talk on the word yet and adding that to the end of the sentence. I suggest you watch it. And you know what? Maybe I'll put a link to the show notes in that too. Um, But anyway, why we need to take ownership of our own path to growth. Obtaining a career in the fire service is a serious challenge. And when I was actively testing, I was going up against thousands of other candidates. When I finally got hired, I obtained one spot of three that over 3,000 other people applied for. It's a gauntlet. And for those of you testing right now, you know what I'm talking about. I'm here to tell you, if it's something that you really truly want and believe you were called to do, then it's not a matter of if, but only a matter of time. So keep going, keep improving your testing and interview skills, and apply what you've learned along the way. Understand that no one is going to get you to where you want to be other than yourself. Your actions or inactions are what lead you to the situations you find yourself in. You don't all of a sudden become obese one day, right? That doesn't happen. That's a series of inaction that got you there. Just like you don't all of a sudden find yourself spontaneously working for the fire department. It takes conscious hard work to earn that badge. One thing to always remember is that we have the ability to grow through the hard work we're willing to perform. It's only when we take ownership of our situation that things have the possibility of improving. So let's talk a little bit about why we should seek to grow ourselves in more ways than one. Now, I've spoken about the different categories that I've used for my own personal growth, but honestly, it was a system that was created by someone else that works really well for them. But in my journey, I've created a specific set of categories, four to be exact, that speak directly to me and keeps my theme when it comes to the ignited movement. And I'll share them with you now. Maybe they'll speak to you too. And feel free to use them. The categories make up the word fire. And each letter stands for a category that I choose to focus on daily. So F stands for fitness. I stands for intellect. R stands for relationships. And E stands for energy. I'll share my 2022 quarter one goals with you so you can see how it plays out in practical ways since quarter one just ended, right? For my fitness category, my primary objective was to lose eight pounds of fat. My primary tactic was to do at least 20 minutes of hit cardio every day. For my intellect category, my primary objective was to read six books and my daily primary tactic was to read for at least 40 minutes. I would set a timer on my watch and I'd sit down and open my book and read. For my relationships category, I made it a point to meet with a friend in person at least once a week. My primary tactic for that was to reach out to the people in my contacts list. So what I do is scroll to the very bottom of my messages in my messaging app. There are all kinds of people that maybe it's been years or months that I hadn't seen or talked to them. So I'd send them a message that sounds like this. Hey, so-and-so, I know it's been a while, but I wanted to reach out and see how things were going. I'd love to hear from you when you have a minute. No rush. It helped bring back some quality people into my sphere, and it helped me to qualify some not-so-quality people out of my sphere. It helped me connect with some people who really needed a friend, and it helped me reconnect with people who I hadn't heard from in a long time. And finally... My energy category is reserved for those things that light me on fire, the things that really get me powered up. So typically it would be things like 
reading my scriptures or specific courses or classes that I'm taking. But lately, it's been geared towards successfully completing my organization's captain promotional testing process. And as far as that goes, things are going really well. Uh, I have a panel interview next week along with the tactical skills assessment. And uh, my quarter one goals have all been met. I've been able to maintain that goal of meeting with someone in person once a week. I maintained my goal. I met my goal of, of reading six books in that first quarter. And I met my goal for losing eight pounds of fat in that first quarter. Because I established the goal, I put in a plan to get me there. And I accepted the fact that it was all on me. I took ownership of it. It was all on me. No one else was responsible for it. I understood that I alone had the power to get myself to where I wanted to be. And I was able to do that because I fostered a growth mindset, not a limited mindset. So just like you should be diverse in your financial portfolio, you should also be diverse in your personal growth portfolio. You don't want to focus entirely on one thing and then become burned out on that thing. So diversify, right? Use the acronym FIRE, fitness, intellect, relationships, and energy. Find out what speaks to you, set your goals based on those categories, and establish a daily plan of action in taking steps towards that objective, towards your goal. All right, so some strategies for implementing a growth mindset into our daily lives other than the, the fire flow path that I just mentioned. Um, oh, by the way, from here on out, I'm going to refer to those categories and that goal setting system as my fire flow path. All right, and if you want to hear more about what exactly that means, then please go back to episode 148 where I talk about how to create a flow path uh, if you're unfamiliar with, with what that term is and how it relates here. So anyway, moving forward, it's going to be my fire flow path. And that stands for obviously those elements, right? Fitness, intellect, relationships, and energy. So anyway, moving on. Uh, I've just shared how I set up four different specific categories for my own personal growth. And I'd love to help you facilitate your own elements based on these four categories. But what about practical steps we can take to make sure we have the time for the things that we list within those categories? I know we're all busy. Some of us, a lot of us, have side jobs when we're on our off-duty days, and we just fill our times with being our, our free time with with being busy. And that's not good enough for me, to be honest with you. I want to be productive. I don't want to be busy. There's a big difference there. I could be busy watching TV for two hours, but that doesn't mean I was productive or produced anything or contributed to anything in any way. I just kind of sat like a lump on a log and watched shows, right? So honestly, how you get around this is you have to make time for these objectives. If you don't actively make the time for these things that you say are important to you, then are they really all that important to you? Or are you just paying lip service? Are you paying lip service to you? Or are you paying lip service to someone else? Are you just gabbing without integrity of actually doing or performing the thing you say you, you want to do or the thing that's important to you. You can say that your kids are your world all day long, but when was the last time you specifically set aside an hour to play a game with them or read to them or just have a conversation with them? You have to plan and make that time. There are three things that I do to make sure that I stay on track with my fire flow path. Number one, I start the day with a high return opportunity. Number two, I block my time. Number three, I say no to more things. So let's break each one of these down. 
What does it mean to start the day with a high return opportunity? Well, since your energy and your focus is best early in the day, and numerous studies have shown this, uh, I work on what will yield the most valuable results early in the day. So for example, when I take the time to write these episodes, I do it in the morning when I'm the most focused and before time can get away from me. Some people like to work out early in the morning to get things going, and I do that sometimes too, but personally, I like to work out more in the afternoon on most days. However, if I know I have a busy day, I make sure and make time for it early in that day. You want to make sure that you're, you're prioritizing your day and that you time block these things when it comes to level of importance. And like I said, working out is important to me. That's, that's the F in fit or yeah, that's the F in fire, right? Fitness. So I make sure that I time block it out. Typically about from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. is my time block for working out. But like I said, things happen. I might need to maneuver things around. I've got, you know, different errands that I might need to do on different days. So I might need to manipulate my schedule a little bit. For, but for the most part, it's pretty consistent. But that brings me to the next topic or the next tactic of blocking my time. I wake up and I take about 10 minutes to look at my calendar to assess the things that I want and I need to get done that day. I've got three kids and they're all doing something different throughout the day. And granted, my oldest is driving now and that offers me some freedom from having to drive him around. But I still have two other kids that I need to make sure to get to the places that they need to be. I look at my calendar and I block time for everything I need to get done, including my fire flow path. I put it on the calendar, and that way there is a designated slot of time just for that thing, and it's guaranteed to get done, barring some earth-shattering event, right? I designate one, two, or three-hour blocks of time when I cannot be interrupted from my objective. I turn off notifications, and I turn on deep work. And finally, I say no to more things. Uh, one of the things Steve Jobs was asked about how he finds the time to do all the things he, he needs to do and how is he so successful. And one of the things he said was that he says no to a lot more things because he's focused on objectives. He's focused on building his empire. So he, he's not going to waste time on other menial things that aren't going to move him closer to those objectives. I say no to all the things that won't bring me closer to the objectives set forth in my fire flow path. And again, this is, there are some very few exceptions, very few exceptions, but for the most part, this helps me really focus and, or put focus and thought into the things that I list as my objectives within that system. So let's say my fire flow path is established for the day and I've blocked all my time and then uh, I've gotten like three out of my four objectives tackled for that day. And my daughter's like, Hey dad, can we go get ice cream? I'm not going to be like, no, this does not align because it does align. It fits into my R, right? My relationships portion. And it helps me spend time with my daughter, which is satisfying that category in my fire flow path. But not only that, it's helping me become a better father. It's helping me share that time with my daughter. And to me, time is the most valuable asset. Money is not the most valuable asset. Gifts, I mean, there's, there's all those love languages out there, right? 
It's like words of adoration, gifts, time. Uh, I can't even remember the other two, but anyway, mine is time spent. Um, but like I said, if it doesn't help me move myself toward my objectives in some way, it's a hard no. Quick story. I had a conversation with a guy the other day about someone telling him no, right? He used to live in the West Valley on the other side of Phoenix. And he suggested to another guy on the same side of town, uh, who's on the same shift that they carpool together. Now they're not on the same crew, but they're on the same shift. And the other guy said, no, thanks. And rather than just accept that answer, this guy took it personal as if it had everything to do with him and like some kind of weird, well, why doesn't he like me? What's, what's his problem? Doesn't he like saving money? And he, he took it as if it had everything to do with him rather than the fact that the guy he asked specifically uses his quiet drive as a way to get into the right mindset for work. And when he's headed home, he uses that quiet time to get in the right mindset for being at home. It was purposeful for that other guy. It, it wasn't about money. He didn't, he didn't care about the money he was spending in gas to drive to work. That didn't matter to him. What mattered to him was the time that he got to spend alone with his thoughts, debriefing, and being the father that he wanted to be at home, and then being the firefighter that he wanted and needed to be at work. But the guy I was talking about, or the guy I was talking to, just could not accept that. So understand that you don't have to offer some BS excuse for a reason not to do something. This guy couldn't understand why this other guy didn't want to carpool. He, he, he was like mind blown by it. He was like, he didn't even give me an excuse. He didn't even tell me, give me a reason. Uh, he doesn't owe you a reason, dude. Like if he says no, he says no. He doesn't have to provide you with a reason or come up with some bullshit answer. None of that. You don't owe anyone an explanation. And if they're the type of person that expects one or takes this kind of stuff personal, then they probably shouldn't be in your life or proximity to begin with. There's a lot to be gained from implementing a system into your daily life for fostering personal growth. And if you want to learn something new, do it. Don't think for one second that because you're pushing 50 that you can't learn Spanish or because you've never had a consistent workout regimen that you can't have one now. That's the thinking of someone with a limited mindset, and that's not the way to create the life you want for yourself. Remember that in fire and EMS, everything is unpredictable and nothing is certain. Embrace opportunities to overcome challenges. Understand that waiting for a challenge to come to you is a good way to not only become complacent, but it reduces your ability to become resilient through those challenges. The more you expose yourself to situations where you've got to push yourself and grow, the more you'll be able to grow into the person that you want to be and ultimately the kind of firefighter you would want on your crew. So that wraps it up for today, everyone. Click the link in the show notes and be a part of the growing community by joining the Ignited Firefighter Facebook group. This is where we can all contribute and share stories of how we're all constructing our own fire flow path along with anything else you want to inquire about or share. I really appreciate those of you who listen to and support the show. I write and produce this show for free, so please, if you're getting value from it, give it a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you got any value from today's show, I'd ask that you share it with someone you think would enjoy it. It'll be a great discussion point for you to connect with those on your crew 
and it'll introduce them to what we're doing here at Ignited. Thanks again for listening, guys, and until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be Ignited.